So it's 2019. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start off at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. The company was actually co-founded by Ray J, and celebrities like Snoop Dogg, Melissa Etheridge, Cardi B, Brandy, J.R. Smith, and more are already obsessed. Raycon's wireless earbuds are so comfortable and so easy to take anywhere. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet, with no dangling wires or stems. And of course, they don't just look great, they sound great too. And they're perfect for listening to all your favorite iHeartRadio podcasts on the go. Raycon offers their wireless earbuds for everyone in a range of fun colors and at an unbeatable price. So go to buyraycon.com slash iHeart to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com slash iHeart for 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com slash iHeart. My next guest is a homegrown. She's a native of Alpharetta, Georgia. She attended the University of Georgia, where she played volleyball and basketball, and she's going to become what I consider the next big TV star. I'm going to tell you right now, big TV star. Three years, I think three years ago, I'm watching TV, late-night TV, I think Pac-10 basketball, and I see this young lady, and I go, wow, I was with my wife. I said, right my wife. I said, that young lady right there is talented. She said, I said, some, she, she's gifted. She's her ability to articulate on the spot was something that fascinated me. She's in her sixth season as an analyst, host, and reporter for ESPN and served as a commentator for the 2017 and 2018 college football playoff, semifinal, and national championships games. In 2017, she became the first African-American woman to co-host college game day built by the Home Depot. That's the largest uh, college fan show on television. Previously, she served as the first female host of the SEC Network Traveling College Football Show, the SEC Nation, alongside my man Tim Tebow, Marcus Spears, and Paul Feinbaum. That show right there, when she hosted that show, that was the best sports show on television. I told her that to her face. You can see her on ESPN Get Up. I like to say change the culture of that TV show when she when they start putting it on there. Please, I'm going to just stop bragging on her. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Maria Taylor. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm literally over here blushing, like, have I done all those things? Are you sure you're talking about the right person? Yes, I am. <laughs> um, Maria, you just, uh, tell me the, the journey to get here. You know, I know that, uh, you know, you're, you're local because the show broadcasts in Atlanta and you're from Alpharetta, mm-hmm. went to Georgia, volleyball, basketball. How did the whole, uh, what's, what's, what, what, what was your degree plan in? Well, I really started out when I got to Georgia thinking that I was going to be some kind of team doctor one day, and then I took biology and realized that's not a good idea because that's not my strength (laughs) at all. (laughs) So, um, you know, a couple of majors later, went through the business cycle and did the accounting class. I got to broadcast journalism and thought to myself, like, this is really what I want to do. I love talking to people. I love uh, interviewing people, just asking a bunch of questions, and that would be the perfect fit for me. And luckily, the University of Georgia has a great journalism school Mm -hmm. in Grady. Yeah, so I was able to, my senior year, we're putting on whole newscasts, so I have a resume tape by the time I graduate. Wow. And then mm-hmm. at the time, you know, Damon Evans was the athletic director at Georgia, and mm-hmm. he knew my plans, my goals, my dreams of eventually working for ESPN, and he helped me get my first job out of the gates at Georgia, working for georgiadogs.com. So I was just like the reporter of our website, and I also did radio for volleyball and women's basketball. 
So, so that's why I always tell people the importance of a relationship. That's a relationship mm. that gave you mm-hmm. your really first option. But also, when I see you on television, what is what what do you what do you consider your number one skill set? Is it preparation, or is it the mm-hmm. ability to think on the spot? Because when you're walking up to to, to coaches, sometimes they're happy. Sometimes I'm talking about <laughs> you know she, she she's on the sideline with some of the biggest coaches in the game, and so. Not all of them. They they the, the they're just doing it because it's pretty much mandatory. They got to do the interview. So right. getting that information out and being articulated after a loss, or after mm-hmm. a victory. Sometimes people are pulling mm-hmm. on you, knocking you out the way. They don't care you, Maria Taylor. They're getting close too. So right. how, how do you care. manage all that? How do you manage all that? Um, I think it's one of the keys that I actually learned in volleyball. It's called reading and reacting. So um, you almost have to read what's going on in the game. You have to read the coach's face when he comes over. You have to read the tone that he's taking with you. You kind of have to know if he's only going to give you one question or if he's going to give you two. And then you react to him. If he mm-hmm. says something that's completely crazy that you didn't think that he was going to say, you have to respond <laughs> by having a follow-up question. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, if right. You just ask, if you have two questions packaged, then you're going to look a little bit like you don't listen to him at all on camera if you don't respond to what he just said. So you have to be able to react. I think those are two of the biggest uh, criteria to becoming a sideline reporter or you know just getting really good at your craft is that ability to kind of go with the flow, to listen, to change lanes quickly, um, and adjust to what's going on around you and the circumstances that you've been placed in. You know, the really thing about I'm talking to Maria Taylor. Uh, she's a host, reporter, and analyst for ESPN covering college basketball, college football, and more. The thing I like about your career so far is that I, I you know, I, I, Rashad McDonald discovered you on ESPN doing college basketball. Now you're over here at college football, you know, which, are, mm-hmm. which, which means that, you, you know, you're diversifying your platform, multiple streams of income. And so, yes. you know, that's important because people can pigeonhole you and say, you know, she's over there, she's basketball only. How were you able to make that transition? How, what 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 depth move did were you able to pull off to be able to do that? Well, one of my biggest goals when I started my career was to make sure that that word pigeonhole never applied to me. So whether that was I wanted to grow skill sets as a host, um, that was something that I would I would really go after. I wanted to everyone to feel like if they needed someone to be an analyst for basketball or volleyball, I could do that. Or if you needed a reporter, I could do that. And of course, in order to do all those things, you have to be able to work in multiple sports. Otherwise, you'll only work for, say, four months out of the year. And I didn't want that. I wanted a full-time job. (laughs) And um, (laughs) everyone wants that. But Mm -hmm. it was great coming out of school because Comcast Sports South, you know Atlanta, they used to be around, CSS. They Mm -hmm. were the uh, Mm -hmm. high school sports. I was able to do some football games for them. And it kind of translated into doing the SEC game of the week for CSS as well. And so that's how I got into the football lane. Right. But it all started with being just good at basketball and volleyball for them first. That, that's really awesome. And so now you're sitting on, I see a regular on Get Up, which is even mm-hmm. even another stratosphere. And you, you get to report, mm-hmm. you get to have your opinion, you get to, how, how has that, that, that transition to that platform changed your perspective? Yeah, I think it's changed the game in a lot of ways for me because you kind of get seen in the same lane after a while. So, you know, being the reporter or on college game day, you have a certain role. Right. Being on the sidelines, you know, you have a very particular role and it's reporting and a lot of your hits are only for 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, when you do get up, you know, you might do the highlight read with Jalen and then you have to have a conversation about the Lakers and then you need to go over and help someone with Dan Orlovsky doing a touch screen and now all of a sudden, you know, you're talking about what the Jets need next. And so I think 
not only is it helping me, I mean, every day I seriously learn something new and feel like I'm getting better at my craft, but it mm-hmm. also posi- positions you from a broader scheme, whether that's the higher ups realizing, oh, Maria's like a, re- a host too. Like she can sit in that chair um, and lead a conversation and be the conductor on a show. I think for my career, it's been an awesome opportunity to just kind of flex some different muscles. I'm getting real, it's like you get really strong with your quads or whatever, but if you're not working on your calves, your legs don't look crazy. And so I've been working really hard in just one area. You don't want no hands. crazy legs. Now, yeah. You know, you don't want to be looking, people looking at you like, oh, she, I mean, she looks strong on top, but she's the legs. They're like little toothpicks. I don't know. So I'm getting balanced now as a broadcaster. Well, you know, that's what I love about, uh, you know, how you, you know, I'm just a fan of watching you uh, be you because, mm-hmm. you know, the, the college basketball, the college football, and get up allows you to talk about everything. Not baseball is right. about to come, you know. And then professional football, and so you're you're you're, you're your voice allows you to to, to us. But you but you. I hope you understand what I'm saying is that you are really cultivating that 360. I think that you've dreamed about in your career. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny because when I set out, you know, I used to always say just I want to be a reporter on ESPN. And then there was a point, I think it was 2012 when I got the job. I was like, okay, it's time to adjust these goals. Like, what do you really want to do? Like, what is the highest dream that you could possibly have? And I remember Robin Roberts says, and I've read her books like 95,000 times, but there's a kid listening, read from the heart eight rules to live by. She has two of them. The seven rules to live by was before she got cancer. Then she wrote eight rules to live by. But she always said dream big, but focus really small. But Mm -hmm. my big dream is being on Good Morning America. Then like, what are the skill sets that I need to get there? And who needs to believe in me? And who do I need to impress? And, you know, what do I need to have entertainment in my background? Do I need to have a little bit of news? So all of that stuff is what I'm kind of trying to line up if my ultimate goal is maybe doing a big morning show or something like that, which is what my goal kind of changed to once I got to ESPN. Yeah, 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 yeah. You big time now, okay? You big time. <laughs> it's just only a matter of time. And I and I hope you take these uh these, these these compliments I'm giving you real because they're coming from a, a professional eye. And I and I mm-hmm. and when I'm looking at you and I'm looking at the the age, I'm looking at the you you you're carrying a generation with you. You know what I'm saying? It's like mm-hmm. you you're developing a fan base that ten years from now will will care will, will mm-hmm. be with you. And that's how you look at when you look mm-hmm. at talent. You look at a twenty year window with talent. You say, okay, mm-hmm. what do they? What are they going to be in ten years? Okay, they still it in that in that, that precious demo. So you're still being right. that precious demo that everybody wants. And then twenty gotcha. years now, you still pretty much going to be in that precious demo that everybody wants. <laughs> and so, uh-huh. so you have to say that you have at least a twenty year career of being able to right. be relevant, Miss Taylor. And that's important that mm-hmm. you keep doing what you're doing. You keep you keep building these 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 blocks of uh, of mm-hmm. success for you. And, 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 and don't let anybody tell you, I know they haven't told you you can't do anything because you've been doing what you want to do. Because <laughs> you, what, what drive, what, where did that drive come from inside you? Because mm-hmm. I know, let, let's be real, you're, you're an attractive mm-hmm. person. And so some people can say, oh, she's just attractive. Okay. But you have mm-hmm. so much substance tied to that, so much fat tied to that, so much articulation tied to that. I'm, I'm sometimes I'm, I'm just, I just look at you. I'm, I'm just in awe. It's certain people in awe. Stephen A. Smith awes me. You know, mm-hmm. you, you put me in awe because of the fact that you, the ability to articulate on the spot and listen to the situation, and then come back with a with a with a with a sincere response is a skill set. It's, mm-hmm. it's God's gift. You know that. Yeah. I mean, I think the drive for the most part. I, I always go back to just. I mean, I've been a perfectionist my whole life from the point where. 
if I couldn't put together something like a toy when I was little, I was crying. Like I was always getting yelled at by my parents. Like, why are you, what are you crying for? Like you put the puzzle together next time. I'm like, I know if I wanted to get it right this time, you know? And so that's always one been something that's in me. And I still, I mean, I pick apart everything that I do. Like, I could, we can go through a whole game and I can say, yeah, but I remember when I should have said the, and I said, and instead, or there was one thing that I really wanted to get into this report and I didn't get it out, you know, even though I said something else and the report might've sounded fine to you, but it's still like sub part of me. So I think part of it is just me being like, there's, I just can be so much better, like be better. So it makes me like go to every, I hardly ever say no, which is something I should get better at, but I want to have as many reps as possible. You know, I want to work as many things as possible. We talk about relationships. I want to meet as many coaches and players and, you know, GMs or whatever the case may be as I possibly can because that's all a part of becoming better. You know, that's all a part of understanding sports better, um, becoming a better analyst and a host. So, yeah, it's just I've been annoying since I was a kid. Well, don't worry about it. You know, annoying. <laughs> a lot of annoying people make a lot of money. And now uh, you, you're hosting a new show. A new show. Me, dollar, my. When we yes, come back, yes. we're going to talk about that. And I also want to talk about when I saw you interviewing Kyler Murray, I went, that's a big height difference. And now he's going to probably be the first pick in the draft. You're amazing. We're coming back with more of Maria Taylor. If you don't know her, believe me, write that name down. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald, and you're listening to Money Making Conversation. On the phone is Maria Taylor, ESPN host, uh, talent extraordinaire. Uh, you can see on Get Up. You can see on College Game Day. You can see on College Basketball. You can see on anything. You're doing it all. She's doing it all. She's a she's from Atlanta, Georgia. Went to Georgia. She's a Georgia Bulldog. I shouldn't bring that up because the last two years, mm. Alabama. I got to bring that up. Right, Alabama. They broke my heart. I. I Two years, but you you strong though, Maria. Hang in there, girl. Yeah, I'm hanging in there. Hang in there. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. Now, <laughs> let's talk about this new show that, you, that you're doing called Million Dollar Mile. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing project. I just got to say, um, I'm so excited about it. It's airing on CBS, and we launched on March 27th. But probably the best part about it is obviously that it's executive produced by LeBron James, uh, brainchild of LeBron and Maverick Carter. Spring Hill ENT is their production company. And one thing I love about what they're doing is, you know, LeBron is so much more than just an athlete. He's becoming, you know, the center of culture. He's becoming a guy that produces what we're talking about, you know. Mm -hmm. And so to even play a small role in something that he's building and creating is like, oh, my God, I'm about to be a part of a culture change that we're having that's led and spearheaded by him. So so, you have athletes stopping uh, I'm trying to read a, a group of elite athletes and one mission sure. to stop the contestants mm-hmm. from winning the money at all costs. Tell me exactly mm-hmm. what that is. What is it? Sounds like so kind of sounds like football. Sounds like football. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those athletes you're talking about, they're called defenders. So they're professional obstacle course racers. They run things like tough mutters. Um, you know anything that you could imagine. That's those the highest elite level athletes that are training around the world and running in these races that you and I would never be able to complete. I mean, they're running under the mud, ropes courses, going over walls, mm-hmm. uh, jumping over walls from wall to wall, mm-hmm. and we're bringing them in to race against people that are, you know, just an ordinary person that works out a lot, but feels really good about their body and where they are and wants to obstacle course race as well. And basically they get a head start running the million dollar mile. Mm. By the time they complete the entire course, if they complete it, they will have run a mile, but there are obstacles that stand in their way. And a defender is released after the runner goes. And if the defender beats you through an obstacle, then your chance to win that million dollars is over. So it's all about racing against time, 
racing against the defender and you're being able to see, you know, a mom from, you know, Salt Lake City racing against one of the most elite athletes in the world. And you're cheering her on, obviously, because some of the people that are racing, the runners that are in this show, they have some incredible stories, the reasons why they're running the race, the things that they want to show to their children, the ways that they want to use the money is going to be a really big draw, as well as just the fact that we have an entire obstacle course in the middle of downtown L.A. and they're running in the middle of the night and, you know, being chased by these awesome defenders. Okay, cool. So you're a commentator on the show, correct? Yes. Okay. So it's like there's the play-by-play is Money, uh, Matt Money Smith. I'm the analyst kind of breaking down what we're seeing. Breaking and then Tim Tebow breaking is like our host. You know, Tim Tebow, that's my man. Right there. <laughs> He's awesome. He really is. He's just, he, I've been a fan of he his uh, since college football mm-hmm. days. And uh, he continued to do what I love about him. He, he does. Mm-hmm. He lives his life. He lives he his life despite does, criticism. By himself, genuinely. Yes, absolutely. As polarizing as he is, he will not change for anyone. And that's mm-hmm. what's beautiful about him. You know what you're going to get from him consistently. You know, which I, is great. I, I don't know if I, you know, because he lives his life the way he wants to live because he has no agenda. I don't think he has an agenda. And so I, I and so and that allows me to say he's genuine. He's genuine. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. and so and he's he's telling you live your dream, take the time to pursue your dream, but don't let nobody mm-hmm. tell you what your dream is supposed to be. Exactly. That's who I see and in Tim what, Bill. That, that's, that's Tim Bill. He, and he's like the perfect host to be on this show too, because that's what he's basically telling all the runners that come through. All right, you think you can win this? I believe in you. Do you believe in yourself? Like, don't change anything that you would normally <laughs> do. It's kind of cool to see that. Like, this is a guy who's gone from football to now playing baseball and doing really well. Yes, he is. Um, in baseball for the Mets. Well, you know, the thing about it is, like, people keep telling them that you know, uh, you you can't play professional football. You can't mm-hmm. you can't play baseball. You're too old to try right. to play baseball. Okay, again, I would tell people, stop letting age stop you from planning your success. Mm. That's a, that's a, that's a right. mantra in me. I tell people all the time. Because so many people mm-hmm. stop trying to be something when they hit a certain age. I can't do that. It's called <laughs> effort, Berea. And that's what I like yeah. about you is that you give max effort because of the fact that, mm-hmm. you know, on the weekend you're here at a college game day, you're you got to cover because you, you, I'm not correct. Sometimes you guys are in a different city when you're doing college mm-hmm. game day. Do you have to fly to cover a game in a different city? Correct. Yeah, that's all true. Uh, there's been a time we did game day from Washington State, and then we flew to Purdue. They were taking on Ohio State, and it ended up being that upset game. But yeah, there's a lot of times when we just don't have the game. CBS or say Fox has the game, but it is the biggest game in college football. So of course, game day has to be there. Uh, but Kirk Herbstreet, the Bear, and I have to hop on a plane immediately after the show and go to our <laughs> night game. <laughs> so. Oh, I know that's right. Now, here's the, here's the fun part about your uh, your career. Mm-hmm. Like I saw, see, you was at, uh, I graduated from the University of Houston. And mm-hmm. um, I just happened to turn on TV. There you are covering my mm-hmm. team when they lost. Yep. Yep. I Sorry about that. Yeah, I know. I, I would blame game day if I were you. <laughs> I would blame game day for that. I will blame game day for yeah. that. And I'm just saying that, that that's the, when I tell people that this is a face, remember this face. She's everywhere, mm-hmm. but she's she's mm-hmm. everywhere in a good way, the quality. So run us, walk us through, like, how do you arrive at a venue and then how do you prepare for a game or whether it's basketball or football, and then how do you wrap up your day? Sure. I mean, I'm actually sitting at Arena right now because um, I have the ACC men's basketball tournament. And I was flying in from Bristol, Connecticut, because I was in the studio last night hosting the women's basketball wraps because it was all the championship games, you know, ACC, mm-hmm. A-10, mm-hmm. SEC. Um, so the biggest thing for me is whenever 
whatever the project is that I'm currently working on, that will dominate my mind, that dominates, you know, my workload. So I know that for the next three days, because I'm here until Thursday, it's all about ACC men's basketball for the most part. And as soon as I'm finished with it, then that's when my mindset will change to the NCAA Women's Basketball Selection Show, because that's the next big show that I right. work on and the mm-hmm. whole tournament. Mm-hmm. So that it's almost like you have to silo. Otherwise, mm-hmm. otherwise I'm just going to be spewing buckshots at a wall and be like, okay, I think I should work on this for a little bit and then that and then this right. and that. Mm-hmm. Um, but during the week, during football week, I'm always getting players on the phone so that I'm, I'm basically run by their schedule. Their schedule will dictate when I'm studying for college football. Right. And then I'm either on get up or on a show or traveling the rest of the time. And that, that's important to understand that, that, that your role. And so when does fatigue, when do you, when do you start pushing past fatigue? Mm. This is this moment. March madness is when I'm like, okay, I think I'm about to spend. <laughs> and it, it's a lot of it is because it comes straight off of, you know, I do the national championship in football on Monday, that Saturday I was at UNC and they were playing Louisville for basketball. So mm-hmm. my football season bleeds right into basketball. And then by the time I get to March and tournament time, I'm so happy to pull back out of men. So after I'm done here on Thursday, then my sole focus is the women's basketball tournament. And mm-hmm. I, I do believe I'm at my best when I get to focus on one thing. It's just not possible. If you want a job that like, like we've been talking about, you know, you're going to have some longevity and you have to be good at several different things. Right. Um, right. But I'm about to get to my the part point of my season where I get to pull back a little bit, focus on one thing, and I feel a little bit better. Well, you know, the good thing about it that I enjoyed this season on College day, Game Day is that you look like a college student, and <laughs> that's important because it was so mm-hmm. fun watching you walk around interviewing these college athletes, you know, mm-hmm. and you look about their age. It, 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 to yeah. me, it felt original. It They're felt authentic. They're always shocked when I tell them when I graduated. They're like, what? <laughs> You're 30? You're 30? I'm like, yes, guys. And, yeah. I, and I think that's Thanks important. To that, 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 yeah. That's important. <laughs> from, from, a, from a visual standpoint, from a standpoint of watching you walk around, because, see, the mm-hmm. thing about it is that you have that, that college age mentality, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. You, you yeah. walk, you talk, you dress. And all that is important in building your brand. That's why I was just telling you is that it's important that I know you're not going to change it, but don't change because of the fact yeah. that that you are riding a very unique course and a very unique opportunity to be successful. You you uh, you you you're a tireless worker. You you do your homework. You're a star. And before we leave, just let's wrap us up one more time on March 27th on CBS. Yes, you'll be one of the commentators along with my man Matt Money 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 Smith. Uh, mm-hmm. and hosted by Tim TiVo. It's called The Million Dollar Mile. And uh, tell us again what the show is all about. It's all about uh, a runner pushing himself to the very, very end of what they feel like their body can handle, all while racing against, you know, professional athletes. So if you've ever been that person that sat at home and said, oh, I, I could beat Kyrie or <laughs> I could beat this or that person, this show's for you, all right? You're going to see what everyday people look like when they go against the pros. Well, I'm going to tell you something. These people still don't look like everyday people. Everyday people are a show. <laughs> everyday people, if they ever do a show like... you're in the gym, too, though. You're in the gym, too. Like, no, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Miss Taylor. Hold on, Miss Taylor. I'm still, I'm still regular, though. I tell you, I get out there. You give me a lead. I swear to you, they're going to catch me. They're going to catch me. <laughs> if they ever we'll do a show... Minutes. We'll give you five minutes. Give, 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 me, give me a real lead. Give they me a real lead. else two minutes. They gave, they'll give you five. I'm going to just tell you that. I'm just tell you that. If they can still see me, they're going to catch mm-hmm. me. They're going to catch you. <laughs> but I, I want to thank you for coming on the show, Maria. Uh, again, a big fan. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, 
this show is just one of many shows you're going to do in your future. Uh, again, ladies and gentlemen, you can catch her. She tells you her schedule is incredible. Uh, you can catch her when she's not on the road. She's going to be on Get Up. That's every morning on ESPN. The new show, um, Million Dollar Mile, uh, premieres March 27th. That's a Wednesday on CBS. It's 10 episodes, high stakes, high competition. And remember this, ladies and gentlemen, Maria, do not change, okay? And stop telling <laughs> no, the folks how old you are. If they think you're 21, <laughs> ride it out, girl. You're right. I'm going to let them. I'm going to let them. Let them ride it out and just never, wink. You, I'm never going past 25 now. There you go. And wink at them when you walk <laughs> off. Yeah. Right. right. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. I, I appreciate you, girl. And thank you for calling me from, your, from the arena. Thank you. No, I appreciate it, Rashawn. And everything that you've done for me and the way that you're just speaking life into me, it means a lot. Um, I know that you're great at what you do. Your eye is great. You strategize for people, and you've been in the industry for a long time. So it just means a lot to have this conversation with you. I appreciate you. Don't stop. You keep winning. I won't. <laughs> Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars like Rachel Hollis, David Goggins, and Mel Robbins. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. With the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime, at the gym, while commuting, or on the go, and on any device. We'll always pick right back up where you left off. Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits you can roll over for a year, and a library you keep forever even if you cancel. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. You can get titles from your favorite iHeart talent such as Chelsea Handler, Danny Shapiro, Charlemagne the God, and Bobby Bones on Audible. Start listening now with a 30-day Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash iHeart or text iHeart to 500-500.